The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Well, now we're done with that shit. Let's start the show. For the victory lap, though. Whoa, whoa. They ain't never seen nothing like this before. Lit the room when I came through the front door. Ask me if I should suffer, come. What for? Train in the trees, please. What my sycamore? And it goes a little something like this. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. The pinball machine song made famous by the Pointer Sisters on Sesame Street. Keep on counting, keep on counting, keep on counting. Welcome. You are inside the post-presidential election edition of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. I'm your host, Nookie Bishop Jr., joined as always by my co-host, T. Petty and Adrice Elbow. T. Petty, it's the Wednesday after. First of, is it the, yes, I don't even know, Dan. It is Wednesday. Wednesday. (laughs) Nobody nobody went to sleep. That's what it was. Wednesday, the day after the election. First and foremost, haven't heard from you in a while. Checking in on you. How you doing today? You know what? I'm doing pretty good. I love it when I'm right. Okay, okay, I hear that. Well, I mean, when are you wrong? Is, is, that's the easier question. Um, rarely. Okay, okay, all right, all right. We'll leave that there. We're going to come back to you in a minute. It says, Adrice Elbow, my main man, the clock's turned back. It is now November. Hopefully we can turn back the clock to 2016 when some adults was in the White House. What you feel about that, bro? Man, I, I definitely hope so, man. It's, it's like it's getting dark a lot earlier, but I hope it's brighter days uh, for our nation ahead. You know, I got some troubling news the other day, a realization. Um, I think my six-year-old son is like a secret um, Trump supporter because he don't want to wear no mask nowhere. We be out in the public. Oh. He be yanking a mask off. So I was like, this is an undercover Trump supporter. So I, I, don't, I don't know what to make of it. <laughs> that's, that's crazy, man. Are you talking crazy. about my nephew like that? Well, you if come he don't get wear him. no mask, get him. Let's if not he get don't wear no away. mask, he's not alone because I done seen plenty, plenty of plenty of folks uh, out and about not wearing masks. But we'll get into that in a minute. So we sit here on the Wednesday night after the election. Uh, the Democratic nominee, Joe Biden, continues to inch closer and closer to the 270 electoral votes needed to uh, win the presidency. He uh, stands, depending on where you're looking at right now, anywhere between 243 and 264 um, uh, delegates, uh, electoral college votes, and uh, still waiting for North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and some other states to come in. Most recently this afternoon, Michigan and Wisconsin were declared uh, for uh, Vice President Biden. So, uh, T. Petty, you're our resident political expert. Just take us on what you've been seeing today and your thoughts on last night and and hip us to the game. So last night, I was not stressed. I went to bed knowing that we were not going to have results. And I knew that we would end up where we are today, which is no results, super close race. There was never going to be a blowout. People was on that crack rock thinking that. So it comes down to some of the usual suspects, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. We'll talk about that in a minute. But there's some surprise entrance in here, stuff that I didn't think was going to happen. The only one that I really am super, super surprised about is Georgia. 
was not expecting Georgia to be so close that they still can't call it almost, well, 24 hours after the polls closed. Um, so come through Georgia, black counties only, the rest of you motherfuckers, fuck you. But the blue, the, the little dots of blue and that big sea of red, Atlanta coming through, um, it's trending all in the right direction. The votes that are outstanding were the ones that came in early. Those have been favoring Biden by a large margin. Um, Mango would have to have something like a 60 to 70 percent of those votes to go to him in order to maintain the lead that he has in Georgia, which I believe is like 50,000 votes. How and ever, Biden don't even need Georgia and he don't need Pennsylvania either. Depending on who you listen to, we're hovering right between 253-264 electoral college votes for Biden. Is that right? That is right. Check right before we started this. That is correct. And I so see he Nevada doesn't need either one of those. Nevada's exactly. out there. Nevada's out there with six. Uh, if I do my math correctly, 264 plus six <laughs> is 270, and we would have a winner. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, a couple people have not called Arizona for Biden. Others have. The AP has called Arizona for Biden, so I'm going to go with the 264 number. So he just needs Nevada to come in, and more than likely, he's going to win Pennsylvania, too. Okay, okay. Now, Dries, I'm going to swing it to you in a minute like a swing state, but let me dare say that I've been checking out the other folks mm-hmm. on the um FOX network and they actually have it at 264. Now what was interesting to me and had your boy cracking up is that they sent a reporter who was white to Atlanta to um, go inside one of the uh, counting stations. Uh, He was the only white person in that counting station. Black people in the back counting votes, in the front, Ah. on the side. Back and front, they was going to break. They was coming back from break. Uh, People that was standing around the monitor, everybody in there in Atlanta that was counting them votes was black. And it was all seniors. I want to give a shout out to the seniors. But the only white person that was at the voting center that I seen that dude on Fox, he was the only white dude up in there. So I was just like, hmm, count on, Georgia. Count on. We counting on you, Georgia. There you go. Hey, that's, that's, that's the essential workers right there. Right there, right, right there. No, they had the bake sale yesterday. Now it's all about the count. All about the count. Drees, what did you see? What were your observations? I know your home state, South Carolina, went in a different direction. We already sort of knew that the South was going that way. But give us your thoughts on you know what you saw and your impressions and, and where you think this is going to end up, man. Well, Nook, I was a, I was a little bit different than T. Petty yesterday. I I went to bed worried. I was like. You know, I, I turned off the TV and it's like, oh man, my heart was heavy. And, um, you know, I was like, I, I'm always like worried about racism. Racism do its best work when you go to sleep. So I was like, man, we're going to wake up in the morning and it's, it's going to be a hot mess. But, um, you know, fortunately, uh, I think it's starting to kind of break uh, for Biden. Uh, I think um, they really did do a very good job with the campaign where they were able to kind of keep steady and figure out what they needed to do and kind of stick to their game plan. And it seems to be working. And it, it takes a lot of patience too, um, because we have, you know, the states that we mentioned, right? They're still counting votes that came in before election day or on election day. It's just taking them a lot longer to count them. And that is something that I just find is crazy. 
So if I was like, if you if you thought about this as a job, and some and somebody came in and they gave you an assignment on the first of the month and say it's due at the end of the month, I'm gonna give you all the assignment up front. But you know what? You can't work on it till the last day of the month, and that's when it's due. And you're going to say, and we want to be on time. It's like, no, that's not happening. There's no way that that's going to be on time. But we have states that do that with ballots, right? They get them in, but they don't count them or they can't count them to the day of. And that's that's what's taking a while. So let's talk about that. Because I believe this is part of their fuck-ass strategy from the beginning, right? So their president has been out disparaging mail-in voting for months, right? Laying the groundwork for exactly what's happening right now. So he's saying mail-in ballots are fraud, blah, blah, skippy, blah. These legislatures, even though they're expecting record numbers of ballots being mailed in, they decided to make no changes at all to the rules. So some states got up to 10 times the amount of ballots um, this election that they've gotten in previous presidential elections. 10 election. times the amount. 10 times. Wow. So instead of uh, 30,000 or 100,000, they're getting many hundreds of thousands or millions, right, in Pennsylvania, right? So their whole thing all along was to, A, cast doubt, on the on that method of voting which is bullshit because people have been voting by the mail especially the military since forever then b knowing that those votes would skew more heavily toward democrats delay 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 counting them c now that the polls have closed up any votes that aren't counted by a certain date which is also bullshit are invalid they're trying to steal the election we're going to go to court blah 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 he's been signaling for months and now it's all playing out but it's all bullshit T- every, T- Patty, every that's, single that is so that's what they've been doing that's so crazy that that you you put it like that it's like if my vote got in two weeks before the election that means it sat there and now because mm-hmm. you can't count it fast enough you're gonna just take my vote and throw it out that's that just is preposterous to me that you would even well, suggest the idea. Well, we all know that voter suppression is what they do. High voter turnout is bad for the GOP. So instead of them coming up with policies that people can actually support and also being less racist, they're like, fuck it. We're going to get you niggas and you brown people, get them the fuck up out of here. We'll just invalidate your 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 vote. So make it harder for you to vote. Voter ID, you got to match up your signature, uh, felons, nope, y'all can't vote, none of that stuff. It was a math test on my ballot, by the way. It was simple uh, subtraction, <laughs> but it wasn't, man, I swear. It was a, it was a, a test. It was, a, it, was a, it was like, you know, like that thing, it was like, I am, I am not a robot. It was like <laughs> two plus one, no, it was like two plus one equals four. And you had to answer like true, false. Now, 
I'm saying your boy passed it, but <laughs> yeah, if you good. ain't paying attention and you hit the wrong button, get you caught up. I, you don't get caught. You got to pay attention. You got get all distractions out there. I'm not saying it was a reading test, but it was a math test. Now, luckily, it was like some simple payday math. You know these payday accountants where, like, if they check us off 17 cent or something at your old job, and they went to HR with the problem, you know that that person they might not know their job. They might not but even they know have necessary skill. I know my they check. Might not even know spreadsheets, <laughs> but damn it, they know how much they check is supposed to, to, to be the last every week or That's every right. two weeks because they're counting on that money. That's so right. You just got to make sure you block out the distractions. But it was a math um, question on on my back. I got it right though, and my my ballot got got counted and whatnot. So I'm, I'm happy about that. So here's my question for y'all: Joe Biden is going to be the president elect probably by Friday. Mm-hmm. Um. So what happened in this election as the results came in that was surprising to you? I have two things. Hmm. You said that was Let surprising me, me, about about the res, you you mean the results or just the election period? Well, like specific things that happened. I mean, you know, whatever. If you well, have like the election in general, I don't know what could be surprising. Well, one, let me let me back it up for a minute. I went to bed. I didn't even watch the TV coverage Tuesday night. So I listened on the uh, Eye in the Sky radio app um, to CNN for the most part. And I went to bed. I fell, I fell asleep. I slept like a baby. I was like, you know, mm-hmm. just let this marinate overnight. They're going to count what they're going to count. It's not a done deal. So I was good with that. But now... I sent y'all that fake ass voting center that they had in California. Wow. So yeah, I that sent was it ridiculous. to T. Petty and Idris. It literally <laughs> looked like a Chernobyl, mm, like a loading dock, but just like one loading dock, right? Yeah, and the sign looked like it was made by somebody from the Little Rascals. It's like, vote here, vote here. It looked like the cow and, from. And the E was backwards. The cow from Chick fil A made the sign, vote yeah. here. All the E's was backwards. And they said that people. Now, oh, listen, these motherfuckers are slick. You got to watch these motherfuckers. They said not only was they taking the ballots, but they was handing out I voted stickers to motherfuckers that was dropping off the ballots. I'm like, y'all, where the, where, like, is this, this is not a legitimate voting center. And they, the police had to come in and break it up because somebody eventually dropped dying. I'm like, how many ballots did these motherfuckers get before somebody went ahead and dropped dying? What are we doing? We laughing, but that shit is not funny. It's, That's it's not funny. Just like those fake ballot boxes they had in California a few weeks ago. I'm like, is these the same motherfuckers that sending money to these Nigerian princes or some <laughs> shit like that when they get the email talking about they're representing that. the UN and all this and blah, 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 blah. The, <laughs> the other thing is, is that um, T. Petty, I think you know more about this and then Dries will kick it to you. So Tuesday afternoon, I get an alert on my phone saying a judge had to step in and have uh, the post offices mm. in 12 different areas come in because they lost the scans for three hundred thousand ballots what the fuck maybe one maybe two but you can't find three hundred thousand ballots you don't know where the box is somebody didn't mark it ballot or something they lost three hundred thousand ballots the story really hasn't been finished as yet hopefully they did find it because of the judge's order but i'm just like on election day you can't you can't find the scan now they said he couldn't find the scans for three hundred thousand ballots so that means is the computer file lost is the ballots you know, lost? You know what? What's lost? You know what, Nook? I heard, I heard about not this particular story, but how they're counting the ballots, right? 
So I'm, I'm going to lay this out. Then I'm going to answer T. Petty's um, question about what surprised me. So they are counting balance, which means they have to hand open the envelope. Then they have to hand open the security envelope there. And in mm -hmm. some states, you got to match up the signature or make sure the signature match with the rolls. And then you, you have to like flatten it out. That's been, it's been creased and then put it in a scanner and it scans. Now when it scans, it don't actually count it right there. It just scans it and then they take a chip or something, whatever that has all of them scanned on it and they take it somewhere and that, and that counts it. So they must've lost that chip or whatever it is in transport. And that's how they lost 300,000 or misplaced 300,000, you know, so that, that's just crazy just to think about that system there, which it just has all kind of, you know, possibilities of losing people's vote. Now, I'm not talking about fraud. I'm talking about just like, you know, messing it up from human error. <clears throat> and the thing, T. Petty, that surprised me with this election, and, and I it shouldn't surprise me because I knew this, but it is like how democratic votes are concentrated in large metropolitan areas and in the surrounding suburbs. And I knew that. I, I always knew that, right? But just to see the maps for each state and it play out over and over and over and over again, right? It is Democrats are kind of huddled in these, um, you know, uh, metropolitan um, areas with large populations and then scattered throughout the counties are like, you know, Republican uh, and it's just red everywhere else. And I, I've lived in majority like um, red states, you know, um, you know, well, red states and swing states, you know, South Carolina and Ohio. And um, and just realizing that um, I think for, for me over the past few years, I think I've started to look at people through a political lens, meaning Republican or Democrat. And I hadn't done that before. You know, it, it wasn't my first orientation to look at folks. And I think that, that mm. something's about the country where you kind of tend to see things more like that and how divided we are. So that that it just fundamentally surprised me. I knew that ahead of time, but it just surprised me how like deep that is in green. Now, let me go through these states real quick. We're not going to say red states or blue states, but they did vote these certain ways. But this is how it turned out. And. Your thing, uh, Dries, about these uh, urban centers being blue and the rest of the country being red is spot on. So let me go first from west to east on the quote-unquote red states. Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, Utah, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, Iowa, Missouri, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Indiana, Ohio, and West Virginia. Those states voted red. The following states voted blue. Vermont, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland, D.C., uh, New York, Virginia, surprisingly, was blue. Michigan, thank you, T. Petty. Illinois, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Colorado, uh, excuse me, co yes, Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, which they're given uh, to uh, Vice President Biden, California, Oregon, and Washington State. I think Oregon also had an item on the ballot where they legalized a personal amount of cocaine and heroin to be on your person and you not get arrested or be sent to jail for that. I think that measure passed. But it did. 
Um, Texas, it's like you think Houston, San Antonio, Austin, and Dallas are, you know, pretty much urban centers, and those places um, go ahead and vote blue. But uh, the rest of the sticks in the area in the state just go ahead and uh, vote red. Um, not really surprised by any individual state. I think um, Trump will win Ohio and lose the presidency. Uh, the vote for this uh, next, um, you know, his incumbency to move forward for a second term. That was a little bit surprising, but um, still in play, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, as we said, the count is going on in Nevada. And again, by some estimates, if Nevada's six votes come through, it will not be a gamble. It'll be over 270 votes for Biden. So T. Petty, your thoughts on going east to west and west to east in terms of the states that are, are blue or voted blue and states that are red that voted red. So listen, now you know my little, uh, my data boo that I've been talking about, my election data boo, Steve Kornicki on MSNBC. If you look at not the states, but when he breaks down the states by county, there's no such thing as a blue state and a red state. There are, there's a sea of red with some pockets of blue. And because of the racist ass electoral college, those pockets help tip the state one way or the other, right? So facts, facts. We are surrounded by racists who don't give a fuck if we live or die. That's number one. We just got to come to grips with it. We're surrounded by racists. That's just the bottom black ass line. Under siege. Under siege. The sooner you come to grips with that, then the sooner you will never be disappointed by anything that happens in this fuck ass country. That's what you got to know. That's number one. Number two. What? Uh, Well, I can't say I'm surprised. But Miami-Dade County. Mango picked up over 200,000 votes in that county. Um, than he had in 2016. And it was, see, I hate when they lump Latinos, Latinx, Hispanics together. It was specifically Cubans, white Cubans, because white trumps everything else, no pun intended. So there are Hispanics who are white who vote like white people. So even though all the fuckery that he did, they looked at that motherfucker and was like, you know what? He's our guy. Even though he's doing things to actively harm people that look like them. It's some kind of psychosis. I don't understand it. And speaking of psychosis, black men, y'all got some motherfucking explaining to do. Okay, all right, T. Petty. Explain to me. No, uh-uh-uh. Don't interrupt. Let me finish. Uh-uh-uh. Explain to me how Joe Biden only garnered 80% of the vote when he had a black woman on his ticket from black men. Explain that bullshit to me, black men. Why do you have to be the white women of the black race? I demand answers. <laughs> you right said, the, the, said the white women of the black race. All right, T. Absolutely. T. Petty, I'm, I'm going to tell you this too. <clears throat> because tell me. Better it make was, it good. It was a strategy... And now I'm not I'm not condoning it. I'm just explaining I think what happened is that it was a concerted strategy by the Trump campaign to say let's peel off black men from Biden. It wasn't like let's get them to vote for Trump. It was like let's sour them enough on Biden 
to kind of drop the numbers down. And they were able to pull some to the dark side. But I, I tell you, this is how crazy, um, like your private data and use of private data to do targeted marketing. I'm, I'm on like, you know, YouTube or social media or something like that. Whatever I am, I'm watching something on my phone. And I get an uh, 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 ad from the Trump campaign. Had never seen it on TV before. This is my first time seeing. This is like a, a day or two before the election. You know what that campaign um, commercial was? What? They had spliced together pictures of Joe Biden from the 90s on the Senate floor arguing for the crime bill. And you know what he was saying that? He was saying like, they're going to attack you. They're going to attack your mama. They're going to hit you over the head. I, you need to lock up them SOBs. And then they showed these pictures of like four or five black men that had been, you know, incarcerated. And I and I looked at that ad and I said, God, it, it, I felt some kind of way about it, T-Petty. Now, I wasn't going to like not vote for Joe or vote what for Trump. What kind of way did you feel? I, one, I knew it was just propaganda, right? But like, there is a Correct. bit of truth always in that. So we all, we know Joe Biden and the crime bill and all that. I know, oh, I know, my I know, God. I know. It's just a strategy, T. Patty. I know it's a strategy. But for some black men, I know that worked because it struck a nerve. So, so what you're telling me is that these black men are weak. I'm not saying that. I'm saying... Oh, that's exactly what the fuck you're saying, sir. Because let's just go back to the 94 crime bill, shall we? All right, let's let's go back. Let's go back. Wait, wait. Producer E, could you play some time-traveling music (laughs) to get us back to the 90s? (laughs) Like some 90s hip-hop. So 1994, (laughs) early 90s, crack was ravaging this country. 1994. Yep, ravaging yep, am I, know. I right you're right you're right people getting shot the fuck up yep. all kinds of crazy shit was happening new jack city everybody <laughs> and they mama was for that crime it, it, bill including everybody black was, preachers including black, the cbc yep, yep, everybody yep black leadership yep pastors everybody, everybody was for that crime bill context means everything so was a crime bill a mistake of course it was a mistake it was a horrible thing which he has admitted that it was horrible. But don't try to tell me that these ashy elbow Negroes today were worried about the crime bill from 30 years ago and were like, fuck Joe Biden. Are y'all that damn dumb? I, I think, I, I think it's, a, it's a portion of black men that look at like politics and saying they got it out for us. And you only need a, another example to kind of push you away from that or sour you on it. And the Trump campaign was using that strategy. That's all I'm saying. But Nook, help me out, Nook. That shit didn't work on me. I didn't give a fuck about 1994. You gave a choice A and choice B like the motherfucking Pepsi challenge. I know what's Pepsi and I know what's Coke. And I voted for Pepsi. Okay, so that's one. But on the real tip, there were reports of um, fake ICE calls going to certain folks in the Miami-Dade area saying that if you came out to vote and you didn't have your green card or your papers, you was going to get arrested at the polls and deported immediately by ICE. And that shook a lot of people 
in the Miami Day area. What they so, gotta do with black people? Them Negroes wasn't get deported and was born here. I understand that, but black if you're going men, out there to the polls we are already kind of shaky. We're talking about the Negroes, sir. We're okay, talking I'm, about you, the Negroes. We're talking about two things. Though. So that's the Miami <laughs> Day thing. For Negro, okay. I, I can't explain as far as what happened okay. with that. And then, and yeah. then T. Patty, you had all these black rappers out here. <laughs> trying to little pimp. like little pimp. Little, yep. Little pimp. <laughs> little pimp. So once again, did you see any black female rappers? Oh no. You no. did not. Because black men are the white women of the black race. Y'all need to get y'all shit together. Yeah, that's true, T Petty. I, I do we do so need to get y'all together. Y'all need to go and talk to these Negroes and get them to the fuck together. Well, me and uh, Dries gonna get together our own political consultant services for 2024. So we gonna we gonna get out the way. We gonna start right now. We 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 got a, a a brainstorming session coming up this weekend. It's gonna be tight. It's gonna be tight. Oh, I can't wait to see what. Nuka Dries. That's what's gonna be called. Nuka Dries Consulting Services. Poland and Poland and Poland and Poland. That's what we're gonna be doing. Poland strong. So yeah, um, they still got these talking heads on here. I'm just glancing around and. And seeing what's up, but they said uh, Nevada could be in by tonight, and uh, this could all be a wrapper uh, even before uh, the taping of the podcast uh, is done. So, um, one of the things I wanted to talk to y'all about is again, it appears uh, Biden will be victorious. They really have about sixty days to to get this thing together. What I'm concerned about is one, a clean bleach. Microban thorough <laughs> cleaning of the White House from all the Rona people that have been wait, up wait. In there, living there. Look, you was you was you was literally saying a cleaning, a literal cleaning, <laughs> a, a, a literal cleaning. That's one, okay? Because we know that there's that transition period between about you know twelve noon and eight o'clock after the inaugural when they go in. But also the vetting of the people that need to come in and sweep the entire White House for electronic, well, they probably got real bugs too, but electronic bugs that's been planted by God knows who because they parading everybody in and out of there, probably without the right credentials. And um, I'm just concerned about that in terms of intelligence, et cetera, et cetera. So your thoughts on cleaning the White House, a deep, deep, deep clean. It's going to take an army of people to get that done, but also cleaning uh, for electronic bugs, could be in the keyboard, could be in, you know, the little cameras. I mean, you know, people got to give up their phones and the whole nine yards. And then, you know, what type of chicanery could happen with the losing party on their way out the door. They might take all the T's off the keyboards or some ignorant shit like that and take all the light bulbs because they running unauthorized up in there. So, uh, Dries, your thoughts on that, on this, you know, sort of uh, chicanery and malfeasance that might be happening during the transition should Mr. Biden uh, prove to be the uh, the winner in the election. Look, the thing that I worry about, like for, for Biden, you know how they traditionally do the sit down in the White House with the president-elect and the president, right? Can you imagine that even happening? One, like I don't think Trump would do it at all, you know, because he, he, so he, he, he that petty. But like if you could imagine, like if I'm Joe Biden, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I want to go there. It's like, and all that COVID hot spot, and I, Biden would go. and I, would I go. know, but like, how you gonna protect yourself in there? You gotta go in like in one of them like full body suits, 
you know, with the with the with the um oxygen on the on the back. <laughs> like like in contagion. Yeah. Like a silk wood. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's why I worry about when it comes to like cleaning the White House is like going there before the deep cleaning happened. And then Nook, I think you talked about this before. It's like they move the old president out and the president the new president in in the same day. They coordinate mm-hmm. so it's the same day. But how you do a deep cleaning if you moving some everybody's stuff out that day and moving somebody's stuff in that day, it ain't no buffer period for no deep cleaning and letting it sit. So that's that's you the other thing t- I worry about. You got to take the curtains out. You got to get everything in there, almost down to bare bones, take the furniture out, burn it, um, do what you got to do, get the microband in there, let that settle for a couple hours. And then spray the new shit when it comes in the plastic come off. Put that scotch guard on it. Put the microband on it. Make sure it's awesome. You got to get you some Murphy's oil soap. You got to get you some old school granny ammonia. People, you air it out. You know what I'm saying? So that you know that it's clean. You know when you go to a place and it's clean, clean. If you smell the bleach, you know what I'm saying? Not dirty bleach water. Bleach. No, you know no. You, need, you so, need to get an army of like old school black women. It's <laughs> like, we about to do a Saturday morning cleaning. Everybody get up. <laughs> exactly. Old black women that clean them uh, wooden churches, at the wooden pews at the church. Those yep. are the people that if, if it's good enough for God's house, yep. it's good enough for the White House. Have y'all seen the staff that cleans at the White House? No. It's Mostly black women. See, that's oh, that's what that's what so I'm talking I'm not, about. I'm not worried about that. Okay, okay. Well, thank you. You relieved me. <laughs> now we can just get some black people to sweep for bugs. You know, going to old. Do they even have old school handsets where like you screw the uh, bottom of the piece off and you talk on the phone? Is that they, like the real? They don't, they don't, sir. They okay. Don't. With the rotary dial, like With the rotary dial. They but, they gotta check the speakers they and don't the have, ceiling. They don't have, Foreign governments don't have to do that to spy on this White House because white people's president uses an unsecured phone. Oh, no. Or, or he, he dropped secrets when he had meetings with him. What was this exactly. back with, with the Russian? He just tell them all regular, kind of secrets. <laughs> they do regular sweeps for surveillance bugs. The Secret Service is completely competent. I have no problem with that. And I have no problem with the cleaning because I know who's going to be doing the cleaning. I believe However, that. we do have some other issues, though. Okay. The transition between um, when Biden gets the electoral votes and inauguration. Oh, that so scares it's not me. Like yeah. he's just going to, it's not like he's just going to concede. There are already legal challenges underway as we speak. Some just started right before we got on here. So they're trying to stop the count in some states, continue the count in other states. Fuckery and foolishness. So we're going to have some some turmoil right we will but with thanks to the electoral college there's some deadlines in there and if the those deadlines aren't met states could do some kind of fuckery about like sending a different slate of electors in order to certify the electoral votes what? Like, it's all kinds what? of mad. what kind of crap is it Y'all got to do y'all research. Yeah. Electoral college is some bullshit. It's from vestiges of slavery. We need to get it out of the paint. Wow. But that's a whole nother discussion. Yeah, I think there's only two states that can sort of split uh, their electoral college votes. I believe Maine Nebraska is one of Nebraska and Maine. Yeah, see there? I'm, a, I'm on top of it, T-Fat. You, you are. Boy, you you boy, are. You know what's up. But um, I, I don't have faith in the justice or legal system on certain things, but 
I believe that everything that would be at stake economically um, through a peaceful transfer of power will happen. And the lawsuits are going to be what they're going to be. But you're going to see, even if your boy thinks that he can kick it to the Supreme Court, they're going to kick it down to the state level because it's ultimately the state um, board electorate um, that have to go ahead and certify that. And once it's certified, it's certified. You might see a little bit change here and there, but here's the bottom line. Mr. Biden has 71 million plus votes. Uh, Your boy Cheeto has about 67 million votes. It's a three and a million, uh, a three and a half million vote difference. Last time around, it was 65 million votes for Hillary Rodham Clinton, 62 million votes for Trump. So that the vote uh, tally has been surpassed is great. And numbers don't lie. They are out there. It may change a little bit, but as far as this path to 270 is concerned, sir, um, desperate people do desperate things. You, you should just get your boxes and your tape and your packing peanuts and prepare to get the fuck out. But you, out. Know, you just... know what I worry about, though, that, that you guys are, are like not talking about, though, if, you know, when Biden wins, right, and you have this lame duck president, right, mm-hmm. He it's just going to be bananas. And I, I'm going to just say one thing on COVID. Just think about COVID, like COVID rates are rising and increasing and it's going to get worse around like Thanksgiving, right after Thanksgiving. And he's not doing anything now, but you know, he really ain't going to care about it if he done lost. And, and history has shown like you think it would just like stay neutral. Okay. It's just going to be bad, but he will figure out a way to make it worse. To make it worse. To make it worse. Yeah. And not just about the Rona. Yep. About everything. everything. He'll figure out a way to make it worse because he is... I agree. That's that's he's who he is. Yep. sociopath. Yeah. He said he's going to fire Fauci uh, in days after the election, so we know I that mean. that's coming. You know that uh, pardons for all kinds of crooks are going to be coming. We know that that's coming. Um, it's really a, a term of these executive orders, what he would sign to strip away everything, which... If you really think about it, I mean, shit, you done stripped away everything that uh, President Obama put together. It ain't much left there for him to really F up. Um, It may be a couple of, uh, you know, a million here and a million there for some of his buddies and and putting some things together. But um, it's it's not much left. Like, y'all remember the Pride Lands and um, the Lion King? (laughs) When 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 they took over. When Scott took over. Don't go there. (laughs) We are already at the Pride Lands, so we need to get some some reforestation going on and some good soaking rain going on and, and bring back, uh, you know, after they took the pride lands or whatever and, and washed them away so we can try and rebuild, you know, this country from the inside out. So mm. we'll so see what happens. let's talk about that. Yes. So we've been talking about the presidential election, but we haven't talked about Congress yet. So let's get into that. So first of all, uh, the Democrats lost a seat. They still have the House majority. But the Republicans gained some seats. And the Senate is still in the control of Republicans, which are two disappointing outcomes. Um, So with a Democrat in the White House and a Mitch McConnell-led Senate, it's going to be at least two more years of foolishness and fuckery. Um, redistricting happens this year, so gerrymandering on steroids, right? Especially since the, uh, the Voting Rights Act, thanks John motherfucking Roberts, was gutted. So nothing is going to be stopping them from 
doing things to suppress uh, votes even more. Um, I mean, the, the Democrats still hold the House majority, but the most concerning thing is the Senate. There are, I mean, um, Warnock in Georgia is going to a runoff that's going to be held in early January. So he could potentially, if he takes a seat from Kelly Luff, uh, Luffler, I believe that's how you pronounce her name, and with Kamala as a VP, she could be the tie-breaking vote. But, um, I mean, it was almost $200 million went to two races. The one, Jamie Harrison in South Carolina and Amy McGrath in Kentucky. And they lost by damn near 40 points. So Democrats need to rethink that whole strategy. And they got two years to come up with some good shit. Um, because the spirit of Trump that has infected the Republican Party um, or helped them, like, come into their own and just embrace their racism full full tilt, that hasn't gone anywhere. It hasn't been rooted out. It hasn't been repudiated. And so dealing with the remnants of that bullshit, that's going to take much longer than it than the four years that his punk ass has been in And office. T. Petty, the, the perfect illustration of that, right, is just what Nook said, that Trump received 67 million votes. Mm -hmm. So 67 million people voted for him. Absolutely. So it's Which still there. That they're either racist, they're okay with racism and white supremacy, or it's not a deal breaker for them. And what the fuck yep. are you going to do with people that think like that? This country is trash. Trash. America's trash. And if another country would have our diseased asses, I would <laughs> be signing up to get the fuck out of here. I think um, Biden hit it, uh, hit the nail on the head uh, this afternoon when he had, uh, you know, not his acceptance, uh, you know, speech, um, but, you know, did uh, act presidential, was a grown up, uh, was a grown ass man and talked about uniting people, saying that, you know, not red state, blue state, but that the president serves, you know, all of the people of the United States of America. And, you know, where we don't need to look at uh, people who uh, have different ideologies as our enemies. They just think different. So I think that you're spot on um, in terms of the messaging that needs to happen. And, you know, uh, hopefully uh, President-elect and then President Biden's um, messaging uh, and his actions will uh, help to, you know, sort of uh, get us, uh, get the country back on track. You think uh, so? Literally and figuratively. And yeah, you still will have, um, you know, some folks that, you know, will in these red states uh, just sort of vote and, and that's what their that's what their tradition is, those types of things. But the young people are coming along. Um, you know, uh, a lot of the old school guard are, are dying out and, and while some people can pass on some racist traits and racist behaviors and racist actions are onto their children, um, I see more and more brown people. I see more and more uh, children and adults who are uh, the products of biracial unions and bi biracial marriages. And these young people are, are getting it. And, um, you know, they're, they're starting to come up. And you see all the social media videos where, you know, the little white boy, the little white girl is rejecting that ideology and, and they're going against their parents and whatnot. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, it's going to it's gonna take time. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, it took us a long time to get from 1607 to 2020. And it's not going to be overnight, but it's a gradual, gradual thing. And uh, 
I mean, nope. just just how some people in the sticks are. That that's they don't know it's nothing lots else. Of people in the sticks, though. It's lots of people in the it's sticks. People There's right some... here in the DMV who think like that. That we work with, they're college educated. Those motherfuckers are just racist, and that's just what it is. They are what they are. I mean, it's the ten ten eighty rule. Ten people are gonna be a. Ten percent of people are gonna be b. And the people that's in the eighty group and the c, you can kind of work with them. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, 72 is greater than 67. It's a three and a half million vote majority um, on, you know, the blue side this time. And again, uh, we just need to just get our shit uh, together. We'll see what happens, uh, hopefully, in these first two years of the Biden presidency and see where we go. And all you can do is work hard uh, each and every day before you can, you know, worry about what's going on at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. You need to be the president of the United States of yourself. So. I do a good job with that. T. Petty, you do a good job with that. Dries, you do a good job with that. Same thing with our families. So we just have to lead by example. And we've been void of leadership for the last four years. So it might not be an overnight job. It might not happen in the first two years. But you're going to have an adult there that's going to set the tone with other smart adult people. People that excuse, uh, in the words of our deceased cousin, Bernie Mac that knows what the fuck is going on <laughs> and, um, you know, really, you know, be able to, to go ahead and, and um, you know, just get the country hopefully back on track. You got a, a lot of things they need to handle, the economy, uh, this coronavirus, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, hopefully get out onto a, a good first step and, and take things from there. Nook. You have a charitable view yeah. on this fuck ass country. And, and Nook, I, Nook I, I will say, like, I, I appreciate your hopeful outlook for the country and um i i do say i i tend to lean that way and share it but i i will say over these past four years though i've become a little little jaded so when when biden says i'm going to be president for all i think that is what a president should be and he should do but i also don't want him to use that as an excuse to not exercise power because I feel like for the past four years, they've been running rough shot over everything. They had power and not, and they, they did not flinch when it came to using it to kind of push their agenda forward. And I think, you know, Democrats, they got to get comfortable with like using power because like that's what it's going to take to change stuff. Like you can't you can't just like say we're going to get along with everybody and and be here with everybody and just like let stuff ride. You got to be be willing to use that power to advance what you think the country should look like and be like. So you can't you can't you can't use that as an excuse not to push things forward. I hear you. Hey, Speaker Nancy, she's got to get her shit together and get people in line. Um, you know, the vice president as well, hopefully the vice president elect, she'll be able to uh, keep things in line. And again, um, you know, just got to start uh, with a, a good first step. And, um, you know, again, given the choice between A and B, I chose A and uh, A is winning right now. Uh, but it couldn't be another four years of uh, of B. So we'll we'll see how this turns out. T. Petty, just going forward and Dries will wrap it up after I get to you. What do you guys uh, think going forward? You guys going to go ahead and... Uh, Call this 270 for Biden, and then where do we go between here and uh, Inauguration Day? So Biden is going to get to 270. Like I said, it'll probably happen by Friday. Um, lawsuits, regardless, they don't really have legal ground to legal grounds to, to bring valid lawsuits. 
So uh, Biden has a very large transition team in place and he's going to need it because we really won't know the depth of the damage that has been done until somebody else is in there to see the things that have been dismantled, uh, neglected, ignored while they engage in their foolishness and fuckery these past four years. So uh, Biden and team are going to have to hit the ground running on Inauguration Day, um, reconstituting some things, trying to get this coronavirus under control. The economy needs to recover. There are so many things that he needs to get done. Um, and I have confidence that he will pick good people. Like you said, adults will be back in the White House. So that will be good. Uh, remains to be seen what will happen with this McConnell-led Senate, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. So let's go, Biden-Harris. Uh, this turned out exactly the way that I thought that it might, and I am ready to move forward. Gotcha. Listen, I stand corrected. Arizona has 11 uh, electoral college votes, and it looks like Vice President Biden does have about a 100,000 vote lead with about 90, 89%, 92% coming in at this point. So that would definitely push him over 270 and give him 275, if my math is correct. So we'll see what's happening. The latest count has... Um, Trump leading by 0.8 of 1% of the vote in Georgia, uh, 2.427 million to 2.387 million with 95% of the vote uh, coming in in Georgia. So 16 electoral votes coming in for Georgia. So Georgia and Arizona, as the taping of this podcast, should come in tonight. Dries, what's your your final thoughts and and where you think we're going, uh, A, as far as the march to 270 is concerned, and then be where we go between here and uh, Inauguration Day, hopefully uh, for the uh, new president. Look, my prediction, and you can mark this down, Joe Biden is going to be the next president of the United States of America, and Kamala Harris is Kamala, 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 Kamala. I know, Kamala Harris is going to be the next vice president of the United States of America and a million black women are going to show up at inauguration. It's going to be in the middle of the room. Huh? Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh. It's going to be a million black women going to show up. They're going to be masked up. They're going to be six feet apart, but they're going to show up for Kamala. <laughs> they're going to show up. And, okay. So, and my next prediction now, I hate to say this, Oh, Lord. I hate to say this. What? What is it? But I don't, I don't think Joe going to make them four years. Sir. I, I know I hate to say this. I think Kamala Harris, Kamala. Kamala, could be the next president of the United States of America. And I think America would lose their freaking mind. They'll be all right. I, I, I think that's very possible in the first four years. Whether he, like, something, something happened and he can't. He can't serve. I don't want to wish nothing bad on him. Can we let this man get into the White House? I, he can get in after there. so much tragedy. Let him have this. I, I, I'm gonna let him have don't it. Him off early. I, I'm, I'm gonna let him have it. But you know, he he got to go to the he got to go to the White House. It's COVID infected, and it's all kind sir. of stuff. I'm just saying. I'm just I'm just prepping us. I'm just prepping us. 
God damn. For like okay. the first Wait, four years. Wait, I got one last thing. Yes. So, the votes that are remaining to be counted. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk about Michigan, my home state. So, Trump was up, right? Mm-hmm. The votes that came in that gave Biden the edge came in from where? Detroit. 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 Flint. The Metropolitan Centers. Kalamazoo. Black voters. Yep. Same Is black thing. people in Kalamazoo? Calm down. I, I know Derek Jeter's from nope. Kalamazoo, but I mean, Grand that's a white-ass song. Nope. I got a girl in Kalamazoo. It's, it's black people in Kalamazoo. I've been to Kalamazoo. It's black people, I, it's black it's people black everywhere. people in the zoo. Okay, uh, I, I did not know that. Same Thank you thing for in Pennsylvania, me. Pittsburgh, Yep. Yep. Um, and Philadelphia. Yep. Yes. So who has come to the rescue to save America from herself? Once again, black voters. Put some respect on our motherfucking name because we have saved y'all asses once again. You do not deserve. We deserve. I just want to say that y'all owe us. Pay fuck y'all pay us. Okay, I'm done. All right, so my predictions <laughs> go like this. The look on y'all faces. <laughs> Biden will take Arizona. That will push him over the top with the 275. He, it's like that's a done deal. So, you know, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, whatever you do, whatever you do, boom, it's a done deal. The lawsuits will happen. We're good with that. They got Joe on, you best believe, health shakes and kale and vitamins. The NIH is probably talking to him already. They're going to do whatever they got to do to make sure Joe make it for four years and maybe eight, maybe eight. So everything's good there. On the other side, oh, it's going to be like a perp walk once a day. Cheeto's <laughs> going to get arrested. Ivanka's going to get arrested. So. Eric. Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike, Ralph, Johnny. That Goya Beans guy. The mattress guy. My pillow. He's getting arrested. Everybody's getting arrested. Super malfeasance. Super malfeasance. And I think the PP tape might come out as well. Mm. The PP tape. My what difference does that make? No, it no, because because Russia got to finish him off now. He ain't no good to exactly. nobody. They yeah. just got to go ahead. They got to go ahead and shut them, shut him down. That's right. They, they got to shut him down. <laughs> shame that man. Shame that man. So everybody's getting the rest. Cuffs the whole night. They're gonna put the little trench coat over the cuffs when they get walked. But it's gonna be a long list and litany of charges. It's gonna be lit up like a Christmas tree, and um. Cheeto's the type of person that he just might just, we'll see if he, you know, Commit lives to, to uh, he might do it, might fall on his sword. And God forbid if he do it in the damn she, White House mm, before mm, uh, Joe takes mm, over. I mean, I this this care. is, that's dictator-ish type, mm. dictatorial type of behavior. Nick, um, you you would have a you would have a, a ghost in the White House, a Trump ghost in the White House. That's uh, I mean, Slay built the White House, so it's fake fine. news, fake news. I want Big Macs. I just I just want you to stop the vote, please, please stop my. I don't know what it is. It's now the Trump bedroom. It just talk. It just talks all the time. And he's like, you can't never it shut is, it up. Please. Somebody give me a Big Mac and a Diet Coke. I just feel like the spirits of the slaves that built the White House would overpower anything. That's for sure. He don't even have enough psychic power to be a fucking ghost. Do I turn left or do I turn right? Boo, boo, why are you not jumping? Boo, please, I'm trying to scare you. It's Halloween, give me some candy. Yeah, Joe, 
Uh, I like uh, Snickers. I like uh, chocolate <laughs> treats. They're really delicious. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, uh, we expect to get that news from Arizona soon. And uh, I just think that it's funny that uh, Nevada is in the mix. And, um, you know, Nevada is the state where you gamble. But it might not be a gamble if they go ahead and put uh, their little uh, five or six uh, votes down on the blue side. Bet on blue. Don't bet on black, bet, well, bet on black, but bet on blue and then bam. So we'll see what happens. So Don't we'll, bet on uh, black men. Ma'am, ma'am, I will not accept this slander. Not wow. this four, slander. Blow the whistle. Wow. Bad. I'm throwing a flag. That's a, that's a B. That's a B plus. <laughs> I don't accept B's. And as many uh, black males votes that's got stripped away for from all sort of circumstances. I mean, you I'm, know. I'm not blaming them. I'm talking about the ones who did vote. Okay, well, you can't. I'm not in that group, so I can't speak for them. That's like me speaking for Mandarin Chinese people why they don't like hamburgers. T. Patty, what what did you call them? The white white women of the black white women of the black race. And I want one of them to explain to me what his motherfucking like. What was what was you thinking? What was you thinking, Negro? He probably got ashy elbows. You've been listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast Presidential Election Wrap-Up Edition. Thanks so much for riding with us. Remember, you can uh, find us on our social media channels on Instagram at the Digital Gumbo. In fact, we tweet streamed our presidential debate, presidential debate number one uh, show on Twitter. So you definitely want to follow us on Twitter at the Digital Gumbo. You never know when another show will pop up uh, in the night. You can also email the show, thedigitalgumbo at gmail.com, thedigitalgumbo at gmail.com. And uh, we got uh, some holidays coming up, so we'll be here and there. But uh, we'll get uh, another podcast out to you soon. Hopefully, uh, the presidential race will be decided by then, and we'll go ahead and get back to doing our funny shit while uh, we had to go ahead and take care of some political business that we had here in the recent uh, months. Uh, Adrice and T. Petty, you guys good? We're good. All right. next Until time. next time, y'all. That's right. Follow us on social media at the Digital Gumbo. We love y'all. Stay safe. Peace. Peace. Bye, y'all.